Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's move to the big, the biggest signing. Let's talk about one that hasn't been signed yet. I mentioned the Phillies. I think Drew, we just need to spend a couple minutes talking about what Philadelphia has done in 2022. You know, there's still a couple guys that we have yet to find a home for. Welcome back to the Dugout, everybody. Episode 12. I am Carlos Fanatic, AJ Caldwell. That is the Yankees ride or die guy, Drew Zagrosi. I'm fired up, Drew. How about you? I'm ready. I'm it's a lot, lost the words for uh, all these signings. Um, it's a lot, lot to get into. <laughs> Come on, baby. We're uh, we're ready. We're ready for this one, dude. These winter meetings, they are absolutely living up to their potential. Absolutely, like there, there has not been a moment over this past week for the 2022 winter meetings that I have been bored. Yeah. Of the news that's coming out, and ironically, the only team that's been boring is the Los Angeles Dodgers. So let's just get into it, Drew. Let's do Give it. Give me. So by the way, everybody, I. Welcome to the episode. Like and subscribe, rate and review, blah, blah, blah. We got a lot to talk about. You know, we usually have our collapse and our, you know, this or that. Screw all of it this week. Yep. Screw all of it. For the next hour, you have nowhere else to be but right here with your earphones in, in your car, in your living room with some hot cocoa or some coffee, whatever you decide to do around Christmas time. And listen to me and Drew. Talk about the winter meetings for the next hour because there's way too much to talk about. Drew, this is gonna have to be a two or three parter at least. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 way too many trades. So that's that's on the front side. That's all the housekeeping we have to do. Drew, give me give me your I'm not even gonna say favorite. Give me the most shocking trade that's happened so far. Or not even trade, but free free agent signing or trade that has happened in the last seven days. Honestly, um, Brand- all right, start with the Mets. All right, Brandon. Br- Bro, so what is going on? <laughs> Brandon Nemo. That's probably the most shocking. Um, money wise, in years, I mean, crazy. Great outfielder, great player, but um, Steve Cohen, he's uh, he's going all in. And I mean, I guess it's shocking, but it's really not because. This was coming. He uh, he foreshadowed this last year, and he's he's going all in. Started with the Edwin Diaz signing, so and he's just he's rolling. He's rolling on. You ever you guys ever played uh, video games like Madden or the show, and you do franchise mode, <laughs> that and is... you have to choose your difficulty level before you go in. I think the Mets are on rookie level. And will be the show in terms of free agent signings. Yeah. Where are they getting all this money? Where is it coming from? Steve Cohen. There's no way, bro. Yeah. There's no way you should have this much money. No. $162 million for Brandon Nimmo? <laughs> That's or ridiculous. Or $126 for, for Brandon Nimmo? It's ridiculous. What? I mean, Brandon Nimmo is great, Drew. He had a great year. Yeah. $126 million? Nine years? 
that <laughs> yeah dude bro, that was unbelievable i could not believe my eyes when i saw that for brandon nimmo bro my question is how do mets fans feel about losing to grom but also getting verlander and kodai sanga so bro, imagine <laughs> if they kept the grom dude <laughs> I'd be the greatest rotation of all time. Um, yeah, I mean, oh. I don't know. Their their rotation is it's a little tricky because we know we know what the Gram is. Uh, yep. Obviously, he might he'll probably get injured for like two of the five years that he's in Texas. But <laughs> if I'm a Mets fan, I don't know how I'm feeling so much about Verlander being at eight. He'll be f- it's forty or forty. I think he's forty when the season starts. So. That um that can be tricky. Uh, older injury probably. I mean, we'll see. But um, if I'm Did a Mets I not fan, say that as well. Yeah. In terms of the the, the contract, <laughs> right? But uh, got a lot of money. Yeah. For being forty years old. If I'm a Mets fan, I don't know. I mean, I'd. I mean, any team would rather have Degrom, but I mean, I guess this is uh this is what they're gonna have to run with this uh this season. What what uh what fan are you right now? I mean, for those not watching, Drew's Drew's rocking an Expos hat. I am. Or I, it's a new hat. In, Thought I'd wear it in in New York. Yeah. Are, are you uh are you just sporting extinct franchises today? What, yeah. what are we doing? I think I am. Just thought I'd roll with it. The Vladimir Guerrero Expo days. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, bro. Yeah. The the Mets. I don't know where they got all this money. Kodai Senga is going to need Tommy John in probably two years. He throws 102 with a splitter, bro. Yeah. Like, that is Tommy John that, I don't know. credentials right I'm there. saying, honestly, the, the Sanga deal seems like a like a steal. For that many years, for the, the AAV, 100% a steal. But um, Everything for the Mets seems like a steal right now. Yeah, honestly. But he's not he's not proven in the MLB, so that's that's another factor to that. Um, had great numbers in Japan, but you never really know until they come over to uh, to the MLB. Oh man, where else do we go? I mean, there there was so much, ladies and gentlemen. We're just trying to figure out. Let's let's move over to what the direction we go. Let's let's move to the big the biggest signing so far. That being Aaron Judge. Um, okay. That do you want do you want to talk about that yeah, at all? Of course, you, you, you... I, of course, we're going to talk about this. That's why I'm getting right into it. Um, nine years, three hundred sixty million dollars. Um, great, great ooh, to have ooh, him back. Ooh. Uh, but he, uh, the Padres, the Padres have been, uh, rejected twice now with, uh, money <laughs> offered Trey Turner. What was it, dude? Three, $340 million. Yeah. Something like that. And they offered judge like 10 years, 400 million. So, $400 million people. I think that 400 million. Yeah. That adds into the mix with, um, him growing up a Giants fan, I don't think he really would want to uh, play for the Padres. And he actually came out and said that uh, he told all the teams that he met with that his legacy is more important than the money, which is goat status. We love to hear that And oh. as a Yankees fan. And, um, yeah, he's, he's back in pinstripes here for the rest of his career. Many believe that he's going to be the next captain, 100% should be. Um, if there's anyone else, I mean, he's the perfect fit for it. And um, yeah, what are what are your thoughts on uh, Judge? I love to see it. Yep. Um, I love to see. We didn't even get a chance to talk about this. There was so much that happened in between. So I guess we need to let me back up for a second because people don't realize Drew what you and I texted right after we got off the air. Oh yeah. 
So we we if you guys don't don't know, we only record once a week. And so we record on a either a Monday or a Wednesday. I think we would record on a Wednesday last week or something like that. And we get off the air, people. And 15 to 30 minutes later, was it the Aaron Judge thing or was no, it, it, was, it, it was Trey uh, Turner? It was Trey Turner, it was yeah. Trey Turner. Trey Turner gets signed by the Phillies 30 minutes after we get off the air. And we're like, bro, like, what are we going to do now? An hour or two later is when, in my opinion, Drew, the greatest gotcha. If you remember, like, the, the there was an Adam Schefter thing or something a while back for the NFL where he, like, put out news prematurely and then was like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. This doesn't, like... That Adam Schefter thing, bro, that is small potatoes. Yeah. John Heyman, Drew's guy. He's a New York New York writer. Drops this bomb on Twitter. Aaron Judge has agreed to sign with the Giants. Arson Judge. Yeah, arson. arson Judge. <laughs> yeah, it was a typo. Yeah. And everyone loses their minds, right? I'm getting texts from people. The Giants walk, walk the walk. They talked about it. Now they're walking it. <clears throat> I'm blown away because Drew knows I've been talking down about the Giants. They're not going to do this. <laughs> two minutes later. <laughs> two minutes. Another John Heyman tweet. Oh, the details of the trade. The tweet, I'm, I'm going to find it right now. Yeah. So John Heyman tweets after, so he he, he releases the, uh, <laughs> he releases the tweet, which Drew, when you first saw that, while well, I find this tweet, what was your, what was your yeah. initial reaction? So, uh, actually, you saw the original Giants. yeah. Um, I was, uh, I saw your text, you, you texted me saying that's how yep. I found out about all that. And then I texted Drew. I'm sorry. I was I, like, I, I was, I, I was driving though. So like after I was done driving, I, I checked your text. Then I went on Twitter and then it was, it was all, uh, he wasn't going to the Giants, So like, it wasn't that big of a deal to me, which, uh, <laughs> which like people, you hear that and you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. What, what does that mean? He's not going to the Giants. Here's why it's not going to the Giants <laughs> because John Heyman, two minutes later, after he tweets this, oh, I got to find it. Two minutes later after he tweets it, basically says... It was like my... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry I jumped the gun or something. I jumped the gun. Yeah. And people lit him up. Lit him up. Here it is. Right here. So he initially tweets, are in with a big offer to judge, believed to be $360 million in the neighborhood, but the assumption belief is that the Yankees remain favorites. Yankees are hopeful, blah, blah, blah. It was the next day. Sorry, it wasn't. It's it's more fun if it was two minutes later, but the next day. Giants say they have not heard on Aaron Judge. My apologies for jumping the gun. John Heyman, you're a moron. Yeah. You're a moron. All right? Like, you got got, bro. <laughs> and you're a reporter for the New York flipping Yankees, man. Yeah. Like, I cannot believe that. So, I, 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 I knew it once that happened. The Giants were out. So to answer your question, Drew, after all that backstory, it's awesome he's coming back to the to the Yankees. He deserves to be in pinstripes, deserves to be a captain. Really excited to see what he does this next season to see if he can back up 62 home runs with a 40 or even 50 home run season. Um, I mean, he's a Yankee the rest of his career, bro. Yes, sir. I love what Alex Rodriguez said where he said people were wondering why did they give him, why did they sign him so long? Right. Like they signed him basically until he's going to be in his you know, mid-40s or something. And Alex Rodriguez basically said it's because they basically wet, wet their pants five years ago. They should have done this five years ago. They had to get it done, yeah. And they had, yeah, they just had to get it done because they, they were too late on it. So 
um yeah i loved it bro it, yeah. it's cool to cool to see him back so you guys do anything else at this point before before we move on do you guys do the yankees make a splash anywhere else yeah i mean oh you guys are gonna get fernando Tatis <laughs> jr right <laughs> apparently apparently there's this there's this rumor going around uh that we're gonna trade for tatis but um i don't think that's gonna happen uh it yeah, would you, got <laughs> you gotta stop right there all right um no but that if we if we break that down it honestly would make sense for uh for the padres to trade not just the yankees for the padres to trade tatis to a, a different team coming off his uh pd thing and they signed bogarts bogarts is like 30 years old so maybe the padres could get some like young prospects back for when bogarts is done i mean it would make sense um and i see a lot of i would love fernando tatis jr i see a lot of yankees fans on twitter we don't want him we want correa uh he's nothing but trouble i mean we had alex rodriguez with the the steroids so i mean you can't really complain about that too much i see them backing that up with that but i would love fernando i would love him can we can we just stop for a second that you just like just based on your on your breath, oh yeah, and Bogarts went to the Padres. Can we talk about yeah. when that happened yeah. and how that happened? If you're on the East Coast and you watch our show and listen to it, first of all, thank you. Leave a review. But if you're on the East Coast, you were going to bed. Yeah. I mean, it was 12.15, I think, Drew. I just finished watching a movie. I was getting ready for bed. And a bomb, like a just complete nuke gets sent on Twitter. And it's not even there's rumors about this. Check out for this tomorrow. Be ready for this first thing in the morning. It's the actual trade or the actual signing rather of Xander Bogarts to the San Diego Padres for 11 years, $360 million. What was that like? That is unreal considering the fact that the Padres now have three shortstops in their lineup, technically. It had to have been like rage money. Rage one, yeah. Losing you have out Fernando on Jr. And you have Xander Bogarts. And I reach out to my Padre buddies and I was like, um, so what do you do? <laughs> like, what do you what are you guys gonna do? You got a lot of mouths to feed, can't feed all of them. You can only DH one person. Yep. What are you gonna do? Drew, I'm hearing rumors that Tatis might get moved to the outfield now. Yep. Cause Xander Bogarts sure as heck ain't going to second base. No. No chance, bro. He's your everyday shortstop now. You got Jake uh, Cronenworth there at second. You got Jake Cronenworth at second base too. So that that one for me was the most shocking. Yeah. I mean. Because no one yeah. saw it coming, especially the time of day, but especially the amount of years. I mean, people are wondering like, why are you paying Xander Bogart so he's going to be 41? Yeah. Like, it's just a crazy amount of money. What the Padres are going to do, what the Padres are going to do, bro. They are ready to take that division. And I've already said it on this show. In fact, I just saw the short posted from it on, on Clutch Points. That the Padres are winning the NL West this year. I'm calling it right now. Because the Dodgers haven't done anything. And really, I don't care if the Dodgers do anything. Because the Padres haven't had a full year of Tatis, Soto, Machado, and oh, by the way, Bogarts now. That's a nasty lineup. That's a nasty lineup. I think the Padres are sort of in the, or not the Padres, um, the Dodgers are in like this spot where honestly they don't know what to do because you have the Mets over here spending all yep. this money for next year and now the uh, the Padres just unloading. So, I mean, they're, uh, I feel like there's uh, some fear there for the uh, the Dodgers. Yep. 
So those were the two big ones for me. But I mean, that just, that's that's the surface of this gigantic iceberg that was the winter meetings, Drew. Where, where, where do you want to go next with these uh, with these signings? Uh, I feel like we have to talk about Wilson. Wilson Contreras. Hey-o! Get right into that. I'll let you listen to that. Oh, man. I am, uh, I'm super excited. I thought we were going to wait a little bit longer to talk about this, but Wilson Contreras is a St. Louis Cardinal. And here's my favorite part, Drew. Yeah, of course, it's because he's coming from the Cubs and spit, you know, in the in the Cubs' eye. But it's why he's coming to the Cardinals from the Cubs. I don't know if you saw this, but in his press conference, someone asked him, and it's a genuine question. He didn't have to answer it. Hey, when did you start thinking about being a Cardinal? When did you start thinking, you know, weighing your options? Do you know what this man said? <laughs> this man, straight face, smile on his face, in fact, said, you know... It was when Albert hit his 695th home run against us. And I saw the crowd and I saw the energy and he said to start watching the dugout. And he literally says, it just seems like a culture that is about winning. Bro, this man body bagged the Chicago Cubs in 10 seconds. It was the most glorious thing I've ever seen, dude. That like, Oh, I was laughing so hard. That home run was I I couldn't tell you. Was that at the uh the Cardinals field or Wrigley? Yeah, it was at it was, Bush. Yeah, so he's watching all that, all the fans. Yeah, yeah that's that's great. <laughs> he was on the IL, he said, like, and it was just it was so funny. Because if you're a Cubs fan watching that, you are infuriated. Yeah. Cause this guy got you a World Series ring and now he doesn't even care about being on the Cubs. <laughs> and he's actually just dying to be on the rival team now. Like if I was a Cardinals fan and I heard that about you know, <clears throat> Matt Carpenter, like a Matt Carpenter got into the Cubs instead of the Yankees. Yeah. Like I'd be furious. Right. But it's the other way around, which makes it great. Um, so Wilson Contreras coming. I texted you this too, Drew. Yachty's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about Yachty's play, people. I'm not talking about Yachty being a catcher and Contreras having to replace him. Like we'll talk about that at some point or another. But Yachty's the GOAT because Wilson Contreras is the Cardinal because of Yadier Molina. Yadier Molina went to the front office. He went to the management at the end of the season, which Drew knows and I know was far, the end of the season was far more premature than we wanted it to be. But he went to the front office and he said who to target. And he said, you know what? Here's who you need to go get. And he said, go get that man, Wilson Contreras. And that was and he's a Cardinal because of it. Yeah, that was that was mutual interest too. Uh, Wilson actually yes. said that he always looked up to Yachty. Uh, yep. I'm not sure if he said like grew up. You know, he probably grew up loving him. But I mean, he idolized Albert and he loved yeah. Yachty. Yeah, it's like it's a perfect marriage. Perfect. How'd you ever end up on the Cubs, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, perfect deal too. Five years, eighty-seven point five. We got this man for $17.5 million a year. That is that's, a fleece job. Thank you, Chicago Cubs. Um, yeah, pumped that he's a Cardinal. Uh, all these defensive metrics people are bringing up. He's a terrible defensive catcher. Yeah, he's played in Chicago his whole career. That's why he's a terrible defensive catcher. When's the last time the Cubs had a good catcher? Exactly. He's now replacing the greatest of all time, in my opinion, from the catcher position. So he that is only going to go... That is only going to be lifted up higher and higher because the pitching staff is going to be a part of it is going to be better too. Yep. Adam Wainwright and, and Wilson Contreras is going to be a great battery. So um, 
yeah, Contreras and the Cardinals. I mean, we're going to run this division again, man. Like, I just saw something that the Brewers traded for uh, William Contreras. Sean Murphy had new Atlanta. Oh, boy. And I don't – I think Willie Adamas – Willie Adamas might be involved with this trade. They haven't really came out and said the uh... – I would not be surprised, bro. <laughs> I would not be the surprised. The best thing is the Brewers said they're not trading him. So, like, I – I kind of yeah, want to see. Dude, I think the Brewers have said that about every single person in Brewers franchise history. When they come into yeah. Milwaukee Brewer, hey, we're not going to trade them. Two years later, oopsies. Did that Did that just happen? Yeah, it doesn't look like if it's for sure yet if Willie's going to Atlanta, but I can't really tell. But if Some, he does, bro, something's going to happen yeah. live while we're, while we're recording. I'm just, I'm convinced of it. But yeah, so yeah great. Uh, go. Wilson Contreras. Yep. Great, great for the city of St. Louis, uh, replacing one of the greats with a solid catcher. I mean, you really, it's a great, great uh, deal that they sign him to and really kind of just picking off or leaving off right where you were. So yep. it's got to improve. And a better hitting catcher too. Yeah. Sorry, Yachty, but he's he's going to provide cover <laughs> for Nolan and for, for Goldie. He's, he's going to love it there for sure, yeah. Yes. And I hope we're not done yet, but we'll get to that. And on a later show, but yeah, so Contreras to the Cardinals. Here's where I want to go next, Drew. Talk to me about who was it that I was just thinking of? Oh, my mind just went blank. Talk to me. Well, let's 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 uh, let's talk about one that hasn't been signed yet, and I want to hear your your updated thoughts. Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson. Yeah. So um, where is where is Dansby Swanson going to end up? That I feel like that kind of connects to uh, the Braves. Um, if I think the Braves might trade away Vaughn Grisham, I don't know. There's talks that he was involved with the Sean Murphy trade. I don't know, but he would be the guy to play it short if the Braves missed out on uh, Dansby. So I mean, it's really looking like the Braves are completely out on uh swanson so i don't know dude he can um his uh his price is probably going to be knocked up as well with this bogart signing and correa is just going to be like the top paid shortstop of all time probably but dansby is i don't know did he i feel like the the cubs you hate the cubs but i feel like they really need to sign like a top guy i feel like that's the best destination for him um wrigley's one of like the top mar- or, uh, the cubs are like one of the top markets in baseball so i mean people are buying these season tickets for the cubs watching people like who's on the exactly so nico I mean, horner nico horner i mean you gotta the cubs really gotta make a splash i think he would be a great great pickup for the uh the cubs i'm personally shocked that carlos correa is out of the dodgers running yeah and i hate like People know my disdain for the Dodgers, but just from a baseball perspective, like, are you nuts? Right. Who's your shortstop right now? Kevin Lux. Chris Taylor? Like, you don't have a shortstop. And you're just, oh, yeah, we're not interested in Carlos Correa. I think the Dodgers are a little bit uh, little bit high on themselves, which I don't know how you can be. Your only world, world championship in the last 30 years is during a shortened season. <laughs> yeah. Which if you played it out in a regular season – That'd be about the 90 to 100 game mark when the Dodgers are usually playing really well. The Dodgers always crash in those seasons. Yep. So you can't hold up 2020. Oh, they finally won a World Series championship. Outside of that, they've gotten outs by the Braves and they've gotten outs by the Padres. The Dodgers have done nothing. I'm sorry, people. They've done nothing. Not like, yeah, not just from a World Series championship standpoint. They've run the NL. They're one of the best teams, blah, blah. We're talking about World Series championship teams. 
We're talking about a team that can compete, a team that's actually won a full lengthy season. Like, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about the COVID-shortened season. Throw that out the window. We're talking about a regular baseball season. The Dodgers are not in that category of having won. They, they're not. Uh, so I'm shocked that Correa is not in the run. Yeah, not just the Dodgers for Correa, but I feel like every single team in the MLB should just throw some kind of offer at Correa because, honestly, yep. like, it's one of the best shortstops to ever play the game, honestly, if we're going to be real, especially yep. in this modern day. And I feel like a lot of teams like are just going to miss out on potentially could be their obviously their best player. So, I mean, I really want him to go to the Orioles. I really want Correa to go to the Orioles Whoa. with uh, – with another person we're going to be talking about probably here shortly with Carlos Rodon. I feel like that would have completed the offseason for them because they need wow. to they're, – they're there. They're right there at, like, playoff contention, and then always most – they're always, like, the most improved team. So I really the wanted Orioles. them to make a splash. That's an interesting take. I, I did not factor in the Orioles yeah. to this equation, but that's – okay. I like it. Going out a little bit to, to left field, I and like that. It's not too late, I guess, but the Orioles, there's not really much talk about them on social media and all these in- analysis, so we'll have to yeah. wait, I guess, but I really want them to make a splash. That'd be cool. That'd be cool if they, if they made a splash. Um, talk about Jacob DeGrom already, going to the Rangers. That's a big one for, for the Rangers. Um, as we mentioned, don't think it'll help them necessarily this year. No. But you get those guys integrated into that culture there. You can build a winning team. Um, let's just talk about Sean Murphy. Yeah, I was going to wait a little bit longer, but, I mean, it just dropped probably about a half hour before we started recording. Uh, what's your initial take on Sean Murphy to the Braves? It's honestly, like, for me, it's like a whatever trade. I mean, Sean Murphy, great, great defensively. Oh, it happened, Drew. What? Sorry, it happened. I got to cut you off. I got to cut you off. Cut, cut me, cut me. Oh, baby. Yes, it finally happened, people. All right, here we go. Live on air, Chris Bassett to the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, sir. For three years. Why are you happy? This is the AL East. I know, but we got a trade. (laughs) We we got a signing. It's great. We got three-year, $63 million. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. And the Blue Jays, what was the other trade that they just had? Or it was a Kevin signing Keir, or was Kevin a trade? Kiermeier is a Kevin Kiermeier. That's right. So now the Blue, Jays. the Blue Jays have a rotation of Kevin Gosman, Alec Manoa, and Chris Bassett. That's not too bad. That is not too and bad. And for a team that was the inaugural playoff collapse segment on this show, they heard us, bro. <laughs> they heard us. Yeah. Chris Bassett to the Blue wow. Jays. All right, let's let's pin, let's put a pin in uh, Sean Murphy for a second. Yeah. Initial take on that as a Yankees fan. That's that can be. I mean, yeah, I really don't like that. Uh, same division, we play them a ton in the regular season. So I mean, yep. um, but I mean, looking at the Yankees, Carlos Rodon out there, gotta gotta try and get him. Really gotta try and get him. We oh. lost Jamison Tyone as well to the Cubs, which that honestly wasn't a bad deal. Um, sorry to bring this up, but I mean, it was like, re, it was like a good amount of years, like four years for like something. I don't know the numbers, but it wasn't bad. So I mean, he's. He's on the come up. So, but yeah, yeah, um, not too great for Yankees fans. Uh, I don't think it'll make a huge difference, but I think, uh, for the team itself, the Blue Jays, yeah, it's, that's a great move. Um, but I feel like they need, love, they need more. They need more. 
They definitely yeah. need more. Oh, they, they need a ton more than that. But I love Chris Bassett. He's a he's a gamer man. Like he just he's one of the more underrated, I think, quality starting pitchers in our game from a superstar standpoint. Yeah. Um, he's consistently just up there. Um, and he <laughs> also a former Oakland Athletic. I think that's gonna become a running theme uh, today. Is all these Oakland Athletics are now gone? Look at all the <laughs> yeah. Look at all the A's pitchers. You got Sean Manaya, Frankie Montas, and Chris Bassett all on different teams. Sean Manaya, I had been on two teams now since being on the A's, which is kind of funny. Talk about how that. how the A's have not got more airtime on this show boggles my mind. Yeah, with all the collapse segments and all the funny stuff that we talk about, like the A's are the most laughable team in baseball right now. Um, I go back and forth between them and the Pirates, but you almost forget be, about them, like. Literally, you do almost you really do <laughs> and their stadium makes you forget about them too yeah. um <laughs> their stadium is dead is disgusting yeah uh yeah chris bassett to to the blue jays i think is going to be massive but drew and i just said it they need more they need they need another piece it, it can I, drew for me with the blue jays it, it can really be anybody i'm not going to say it has to be a bat it has to be a reliever it has to be you just need somebody else because you're in the same division as those New York Yankees. You're in the same division as the Boston Red Sox. You think the Red Sox are going to have that bad of a year again? No. <laughs> it's an off year for the Red Sox. They still have Trevor Story. Mm-hmm. They don't have Bogarts anymore, so that was a big blow. But, I mean, you still there's still a quality team. Had a fluke, bad year. You're in the AL East, and you're a team that has done nothing. We, we, we highlighted it on the show. You have consistently made the playoffs and consistently – Gone out of the playoffs. I'm interested to see what the Blue Jays do. Yeah. I'm interested to see if that starts a, a downhill, um, starts the ball rolling downhill for the Blue Jays to go get, it doesn't have to be a big name, but just go get somebody else. Kevin Kiermeyer, cool. Chris Bassett, cool. That's a big one. Now make a splash. You gotta make a yeah. splash, bro. Like, it'd be cool if they made a splash, but even just get somebody else, man. Get somebody else. But that's cool. There yeah, you go. Live great. on air. There you go. Chris Bassett, the Blue Jays. But going back to uh to Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy, the Braves. Also <laughs> of the Oakland A's. Um, you're just getting body bagged today, Ace. Like if you're an A's fan, just find something else to do with your time or just wear it on the cheek right now. Uh Sean Murphy to the Braves. Does that let me let me phrase it to you this way, Drew. Does that put the Braves back in the conversation as one of the as one of the NL's best teams cuz they kind of got run out of town by the by the yeah. Phillies. No, I I really don't think it really improves them at all to be honest. Um if not they're like right where they were last year. Um mm. I yeah, I don't I don't know. I like I said he was he's one of the best better defensive catchers <laughs> but hitting not really. Um yeah, and if Vaughn Grisham's a part of this trade, I don't, he's really young and had a lot of potential. So I'm surprised if they. Uh, this is not this. I have no clue if that he's part of the trade, but yeah, I mean, I don't think Vaughn Grisham's part of the trade. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Atlanta oh. gets Sean Murphy. Oakland gets Kyle Muller. I can't say this name. Must be a prospect. Ruiz, Freddie Tarnock, Roy. Yeah, just. I think it's a bunch of prospects. Manny Pena goes to Oakland. Yep. The Brewers get Contreras, William Contreras, that is, and then two two right-handed pitchers. So, Willie Adamas <laughs> is staying with the Brew Crew. 
Well, for now. For now. Until until tomorrow we find out he's going to the <laughs> the A's. <laughs> yeah, he's going to the A's or something, yeah. bro. Like, I don't know. Um Yeah, I think the Sean Murphy thing is interesting for me because the Braves have locked up all this talent and they're always going to be in the conversation. But when we're talking about World Series contending teams, I mean, they just looked lost in yeah. the playoffs this year. They just looked lost. And a lot of teams look lost in Philadelphia this year. But for the playoffs, the Braves, to me, are still going to be a good team. Mm-hmm. But here's the biggest, I think, so here's an X factor for me with the Braves. Not only Matt Olson, but Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah. Right? Both those guys have to be playing at their best at the right time. Sean Murphy's going to be a, a great bat to help in that uh, in that batting order. <laughs> Same thing with the AL East. You're in the NL East, bro. Yeah. And the NL East is no joke anymore. The Marlins, could, the Marlins are one. I, I've said this. I'll say it again. The Marlins are two pieces away from contending for that division. Mm-hmm. They have they have a scrappy offense. You have Sandy Alcantara. You need a reliever and you need another bat, and that's it. Because you got Skip Schumacher as your as your manager now. Like they've cleaned house. Mm-hmm. The Phillies already there. Like they <laughs> they didn't even need to win the division this year in order to to compete for a World Series championship. Yeah. So the Braves for me. <laughs> I'm so curious to see what 2023 holds because you win the world series in 2021, you get outs in 2022. And now you could come back in 2023 without Dansby Swanson, without Freddie Freeman, without, you know, kind of this whole new crop that you've signed all these long-term extensions, put your money where your mouth is back it up. Yeah. I was going to say Dansby is a huge part of that lineup. And now there's the chance that he's not going to be on the team at all. I mean, you really yep. gotta, you really gotta put that in consideration. He's a huge part of that lineup, offensively and defensively. So we'll, yep. we'll have to see. Uh, I, the Braves got to do something else, maybe. So. Yep, I, I agree. I think the Braves need to do something. Maybe it'll drop while we're still recording. But speaking of the NL East, I, I mentioned the Phillies. I think Drew we just need to spend a couple minutes talking about. Yeah. What Philadelphia has done in 2022. We talked about their playoff run. We highlighted a bunch on this show. They're not done, dude. They're not done in this calendar year. Uh, Trey Turner obviously gets signed to that huge, huge deal. Just looks right in a Phillies uniform. Yeah. Turns down bigger offers in order to play with the Phillies. I mean, the guy wants to be in Philadelphia. You signed Taiwan Walker. Mm-hmm. That was a really good deal, too. To a, I think it was a four-year contract. Yeah. That's a massive, massive arm in, in your... Uh, in your rotation now. And then the, there was one other person that they got that for some reason I am blanking on right now. Um, might just need to look up the Phillies, but Philadelphia to me, they're going to contend for, for the division title this year, bro. Yep. The Braves and the Mets. What are they? I mean, we, we know the Mets are the biggest enigma in baseball. But the Braves even. We just we just talked about that. The Phillies have a team. They have they had the team last year. Exactly. And they just came on later. Now you had Trey Turner to that team. The Phillies are scary, dude. Especially being a, like a Cardinals fan in the National League. Like you at least get to be in the American League where it's just you and the Astros. Yeah. 
the Phillies, they're not that, that wasn't a fluke year this year. Not no. even close. They're going to be right in the thick of it again. And I'm not making any predictions yet because I really want to pull off faith my boys, but I might p- be picking the Phillies to come out of the National League, bro. You you spotted like, on it a little bit. Um, they went they went to the World Series without Trey Turner, without Walker, yeah. and now they're adding those two to the mix. Uh, yeah, they're they're going to be the team to beat for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking up. There was there was one other player that they signed, and once I see his name, I'm just gonna completely laugh at myself but yeah i'm not sure there, there was another i'm just gonna go to transactions here because there was another uh one that they signed it was um maybe it was nobody but i do the know they, thing is yeah they let uh david robertson go former yankee yep, he's been on a ton of teams yep. i mean let david robertson go yeah he's on the mets now so that's like a one-year 11 million dollar deal or something not bad Add to that yeah. rotation or a uh, bullpen. I want to. Any, yeah. any other thoughts you had on the Phillies? Phillies, not really. They're going to be crazy. I mean, Bryce Harper, he's getting surgery. He already got surgery, right? But he might be out for a little bit. Uh, yep. for the, He'll but, be back by the All-Star break. Yeah, like, he's, they're, they'll be fine. Um, I really wanted to touch on uh, back to the Red Sox. You mentioned Trevor's story. And what I was thinking, when the, the Red Sox initially signed Trevor Story to play second base because they had Xander Bogarts, were the Red Sox thinking we're not gonna we're not signing this guy, Bogarts back. Mm. So Trevor Story's obviously gonna be a Red Sox shortstop, but I wanted to see I don't know. I wanna know what you think about that because That's an interesting take. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe the Red Sox knew something that we didn't. Trevor Story's still a legit player. I think he's just trying to find his sea legs in Boston. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bet you love how much we're talking about the Red Sox too on this podcast. Just giving them so much airtime. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're going anywhere. No, you still have you know Chris Sale just had a weird, weird year, man. He had a weird year. He got injured, came back, pitched out of his mind. They got injured again, came back, got injured again. Like it was, <laughs> it was just a wild year. Um, I'm not gonna make any. Like I said, I'm not gonna make any predictions about oh this team's gonna do this, this team's gonna do that. Are we really seeing saying the Red Sox are going to have that bad of a year again? Right. Like they're the Boston Red Sox. You know, they're not this team that flops every year like they used to do when the Yankees, you know, ran them out of town. The Red Sox won a World Series championship in 2018. Now, I know they cheated, but they were still a good team up until when they cheated. Um you make the Mookie Betts jokes all you want. Yep. The Red Sox are are still, from an ALE's perspective, I mean, you got Dahlbeck at first. He's no slouch. I mean, he's not you know one of the elite first baseman, but he's no slouch. Um, Trevor Story, obviously, you talked about Chris Sale. Uh, Christian Vasquez, I'll be interested. Did he already get? I think he already got picked up by somebody. Uh, he was he was traded last year. He was like at the. Uh... That's right. He got traded to the Astros. Yeah. yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, um, yeah, he was yeah he was at. At, in Houston when they were playing. Yep. It was funny. So you got to find some pieces, of course. But I'm not sitting here and telling telling you that the Red Sox are going to finish last in the AL East next year. Drew, I think the Rays could finish last in the AL East Honestly, yeah. That's just that's a take. That's a take. I'm not, I'm not dropping any kind bombs agree, right now. Yeah. But I'm just putting it out there. So 
Yeah, that. But that's a good thought. I, maybe Trevor Story that they, they knew he was going to be the eventual shortstop there. And then you you oh. got to think Rafael Devers is a free agent coming up soon as well. So now yes. the Red Sox. I don't know. It's hard to money money talks, but Red Sox let Mookie Betts leave the city. They let yep. Xander Bogarts, two homegrown Red Sox players that came up through that organization. Rafael yep. Devers, he's a fan favorite as well. And from a fan perspective, I don't want these guys leaving. Uh, we didn't talk about this yet, but the Red Sox also signed the uh, Japanese outfielder Masataki Yoshida as well. And mm-hmm. that deal, um, I disagree with that. What is I trying to find it? It was something ridiculous. Really? Uh, but he's a... Uh, Masataki Yoshida, he's really good offensively. I'm just trying to find the tweet. He's not really good uh, defensively, which is why the, I mean, he's a, uh, I really want to find this. And that, Yeah, it's a, him and Senga, I think, were the two big ones out of the. I can't find it, but it was like five years, like 175 million or something. I could be wrong, but it was, the years are up there. And I mean, if you're paying, it goes back to Senga also unproven in the MLB. Um, I don't know. You, you're giving this guy a huge deal, not really good defensively. Uh, I guess the, he's a, he's a lefty. So, I mean, he doesn't really have to worry about the green monster much, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I disagree with the deal. I think it's kind of dumb for the Red Sox to give this Japanese outfielder that hasn't been proven yet rather than focusing on Xander, but, yeah. That's just my opinion. No, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the Red Sox got to get back on track. They they've kind of fallen off a little bit, so they gotta gotta find find their way. I mean, twenty twenty one was a a great great year for them in terms of getting to the ALCS and then just run into a gauntlet of an Astros team. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta get back because if you have two, that's why I'm saying like there's no way Boston's gonna have another bad year like that because if you have two back to back losing seasons like that. They just clean house. <laughs> yeah. They'll just clean house and rebuild. So uh, I think you got to keep Devers and all those things. So, well, where else, uh, where else do we go? Because there were, there were some other bombshells that happened. Obviously we had the Verlander to the Mets. Yeah. I which think we I don't know if we necessarily touched on the show. Cause I think it happened in the last week as well, but. No, we did. We did because it happened right before uh, we started recording. Remember? That's true. That's true. But okay. we'll, it, it we can, uh, yeah, we can, we can get, dive into that a little bit. Well, here's my thing. I'm not even talking about Verlander anymore because we already talked about Verlander and the amount of money. But what are the what are the Mets? What are like, who they? are they? Yeah. What's their What's their identity, man? I mean, the way I look at it is, they played a great season last year and just. Uh, the wild card obviously failed there, but mm-hmm. you're signing all these players for all this ridiculous amount of money. If they if they don't, I don't know. If, honestly, my Mets fan, if they're not going to the World Series, I'm going to be very upset. I mean, spending Bro, all this money. Con- yeah, they're the most confusing 100 win team like I've seen in recent memory. Yeah, like how do you not? I, I this is no no knock against the Padres at all. But how do you not win that wild card round? Yeah, honestly. A hundred wins? Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, and they both get shelled? Okay. I mean, anybody can get beat on any given day. But Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer don't get beat very much. Yeah. Um. The Mets, like, I don't even... 
I'm, I'm sick and tired of talking about the Mets, bro. Like, I really am. Honestly. Like, I'm just honestly just, like, peeved. I'm slightly peeved, irked, if you will, about the New York Mets. Because New York, when baseball is great, it's because New York teams are great. We saw it with the Yankees, and the Mets were a 101 team. So it was like crash course. You even said on this podcast, Subway Series, World Series. Yep. Bro, they didn't get out of the wild card round. Honestly. <laughs> like, so the Justin Verlander thing, like, you can we can make our takes, and we already have. I'm just talking about the New York Mets franchise as a whole. And it's really it's really no knock to like the front office or Steve Cohen cuz he wants to win. He's pr- They've done they've done their the due diligence. This is on the players. It could literally something on the players. I mean, maybe something going on in the clubhouse or I mean, obviously obviously not. They had a 100 game winning season still. So I mean, I don't I think they just got to the wild card, got ahead of themselves and it's really it's really it. Yeah. All right, we need to we need to touch on something I don't think we've uh officially dove into because dare I say we're bored with it. <laughs> but the defending World Series champion Houston Astros. Yeah. During a time when we were kind of getting our still getting our sea legs with the show and making all the segments. Ladies and gentlemen, Houston Astros signed Jose Abreu. Yes, that Jose Abreu. One of the best hitters in baseball, Jose Abreu to a three-year, $85 million contract. This was weeks ago. Like, this is not, oh, we're watching it live. This was weeks ago. And why have we not talked about it? I don't know. Maybe it's because the Astros are so good, we're bored of it. (laughs) Yeah. I made a video, Drew. The Astros could be even better next year. Yep. Even better, ladies and gentlemen. That is... That's cap. <laughs> that should be cap. Like, that's not allowed. But you're about to have, and I'll lay this out for you, Drew, a top five batting order of Jose Altuve, Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, Alex Bregman, and Jose Abreu. That ain't fair. <laughs> Drew, I didn't even mention Jeremy Payne. <laughs> no, you didn't. I didn't even mention Chaz McCormick. Nope. I didn't even mention Michael Brantley if they bring him back. Oh, no, they lost Justin Verlander. Yeah, it's okay. They have Fromber Valdez and Christian Javier. There's some other pitcher that has, like, the same windup as Verlander. You literally still have Verlander. (laughs) He's probably learned. (laughs) Verlander was in the same organization with this guy. He's probably learned a bunch from him. You you basically have Verlander still, probably. I don't know. His Drew, name, I don't but... like. I don't want. I don't want you to have to get in your feelings unnecessarily. But because the off season, I think maybe we've already moved on from the ALCS. But what, like, what are we supposed to do with the Houston Astros, man? Well, that goes back. I mean, you look at it this way. It's usually Yankees Astros almost every year. You look at it that way. What do the Yankees need to do? This is what the front office of the Yankees should be asking. What do we need to do to beat the Astros? Not to get better. What do we need to do to beat the Astros? And, yep. um, yeah, that's, I mean, the Yankees are going to have to be the ones to make another splash because you're not going to – you re-sign Judge. That's all we've really done. We signed Tommy, Tommy Canely, former Yankee, back to the to the bullpen, but – Right now, we're really sitting at the same spot that we were at last year, losing to the Astros, getting swept by them because we re-signed Judge. That was it. That's a huge thing that had to be done. 
but you got to get past that and you got to spend some money. You got to do something somewhere. Um, we need a left fielder. So, I mean, bring Andrew Benintendi back. I wouldn't mind that. Um, Michael Brantley, you brought up, I mean, he would, I wouldn't mind him as well. Um, but mm-hmm. that's, that's really where the Yankees should be at. How do we, what do we need to do to beat the Astros? Yep. I, I agree. It's, it's, it's the golden state warriors mentality. Yeah. Right. You, you build a team to beat that team. Yep. It sounds one-sided. It sounds single-minded focus. Well, it has to be because that's the only team in your way. Yep. So with that, the final uh, few minutes we have left in the show, there's a couple, you know, there's still a couple guys that we have yet to find a home for that the coolest part about this, Drew, I always think about this with free agency. These guys have to find a home because otherwise they don't have a job and they will have a home. Like it's weird saying they have to find a home. They will find a home. The coolest part is, is they have to find a home for the season starts. Yep. So with the final few moments of our show, people always love hearing us talk about the Yankees and the Cardinals. I want you to pick out one of those guys, or if you have another, you know, if you have an other option that the Yankees are going to sign or trade for as that splash, and then I will do the same with the Cardinals, and then we will let the chips fall where they may. I will, uh, I'm going to focus on the two top free agents left, really, Carlos Correa and Carlos Rodon. Um, give both takes on both of them. So, I mean, you add you add Carlos Rodon to the Yankees lineup. You have a rotation of Luis Severino. Garrett, we'll go in order. It'll probably go Garrett Cole. You're going to have a one-two punch with Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon. Then you have Luis Severino and the former all-star Nestor Cortez who had this crazy season out of nowhere. So, I mean, that right there might be one of, like, the top three rotations in baseball, possibly number one. We'll, we'll, we can see about that, but there's a, there's some you guys can fight about in the comments, but, um, yeah, he would be a great fit. Um, lefty in Yankee stadium. We need another left-hand pitcher. That would be great. And, um, yeah, I, that's my main focus. I'd really like Carlos or The Yankees are in on him with the giants again, just like Aaron judge. So we will have to see where that goes. Um, Carlos Correa. I mean, I'm sure every big market team talks with every free agent shortstop or any free agent. Um, and the Yankees have talked to Carlos, uh, Correa, but it's so tough with these shortstops. Like I brought up earlier in this podcast, you're going to, you're going to miss out. You might have Anthony, you have Anthony Volpe, you have Oswald Peraza, bunch of potential there, but you know what Carlos Correa can do. You need like the Yankees need that like villain in the lineup. Like, they need something dude because you add him to the mix and then you have all these bat flips going in the postseason he's a great postseason hitter that's that's like the main reason we need postseason guys Aaron Aaron Judge didn't really show up in the postseason either last year so yeah you add we need hitting that's that's really it if we get Carlos Rodon that's great but I really want some hitting because that's what uh failed us in the postseason so so come full circle with Carlos Correa. Go from I would, I would love. I mean, every team wants Carlos Correa, but that's just uh, probably not likely. But we'll think see. about that storyline, though. Yeah, the team that uh, booed him out of Yankee Stadium shows up in Yankee pinstripes. Can you see him in Yankee pinstripes? I can. Too? I've seen a bunch of edits, and um, I'm ready for it. Does it look weird? No, it actually it looks 
spot on to be honest <laughs> it looks right <laughs> no but hale steinbrenner the yankees owner during the Derek jeter ceremony when he walked out booed like non-stop because he doesn't spend money if this man signs aaron judge for 300 something million dollars carlos correa is obviously gonna get like 300 million dollars yeah it's a lot of money a lot of money that is a lot of money and that's why where i'm going isn't gonna be to the, those shortstops and i've already said like i don't think we need a shortstop uh, there's rumors that we're interested in Dansby Swanson. I don't buy that at all. Uh, we let Jose Quintana walk. Let me just start there. Yeah. That was really aggravating. Um, you let a guy that pitched basically perfect outside of no-hit baseball in the wild card game. We get swept. And you let him walk to the New York Mets. I want to stop you real real quick. The deal. Uh-oh. The deal. Uh-oh. The Jose Quintana deal is two years, $26 million. The Mets, it's oh, yeah. chump change to the Mets. Chump change, yeah. So it's like, how do you let that guy go? And I love you, Adam Wainwright, but how do you return Adam Wainwright for $17.5 million? Yeah. Like, that just didn't make any sense to me. I wanted Wainwright back on the team, don't get me wrong. But I wanted both of them. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So that's why where I'm going is right to where you just talked about, Drew, with, with Carlos Rodon. Because he is the missing link, right? The missing piece to a Cardinals rotation that so badly needs to get rid of Dakota Hudson. (laughs) Oh, so help me. So help me, people. Cards Nation, Redbird Nation, if if we see Dakota Hudson start one game with the Cardinals, I will break my television set. (laughs) This man was so bad, has been so bad. And because we're the Cardinals, we we just we give people way too long of a leash. Way too long of a leash. Dakota Hudson, I don't even want him back in our minor league system. I live here in Jupiter, right? I don't even want to see him. If I see his face at Roger Dean, I'm I'm protesting, right? Like, let him go, release him, do what we gotta do. Because Drew, we get Carlos Rodon, or if we trade for another big name that can't come to mind for me right now. Because Carlos Rodon's the only big, you know, free agent left. You have Jack Flaherty back healthy. Yeah. You have Adam Wainwright. Miles Michaelis is sneakily every year a top 10 pitcher in baseball. Carlos Rodon gets thrown into that with Wilson Contreras building rapport there. You already know about the lineup. Dare I say, and you mentioned this, I think, even last week, Drew. Dare I say the Cardinals pitching is their weakest point right now? And at a point where we usually talk about our hitting, Carlos Rodon, I want him to come. I don't know. I saw John Moselock say that the rumors about Carlos Rodon aren't accurate. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't hold your breath or something like that is what he said. That's not comforting at all. Johnny boy. (laughs) We got to get an arm, dude. Yeah. We got to get an arm. Must. A must for us. I love Wilson Contreras. Check that box off. Drew, I'm so can can I just I'm gonna I'm gonna show my cards for a second, people. Cause I I mean, there's no other way I'd do that on this show, but no other way to go with this. I'm worried we're done. Really? I'm really worried we're done, Drew. And I hate those words just came out of my mouth. Because you know what that would be? Typical Cardinals off. <laughs> well, it would. Um... 
I mean, I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, Aaron Judge said, if I'm coming back here, I want to win. Um, if the Yankees, yep. the Yankees have done this before, yep. so I mean, we won't we won't get into it too much. So, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because that was one of the things about Nolan Arenado that I'm really opted hoping John Mazalak is yeah. thinking about. The reason he opted in, Mazalak flew to California to talk with Arenado, and he was honest. I love Mazalak; he's honest in the interview, just going into the winter meetings, basically saying like. Nolan and I talked about what would need to happen for him to come back. Drew, that tells me that we're not done yet. My worry? Arenado's already opted in. Yeah. He's already opted in. And I'm not saying Mazzeoc's going to be manipulative now. But, bro, oh, Wilson Contreras, we spent $87.5 million. Really? Really? We're not the ones to make big splashes. I get it. I mean, we stole Nolan Arenado for a bag of cookies. But just once, just once can we go get a pitcher? Right. Just once can we can we build a contending team? Because if this is all we do, Drew, the worst part is, I'm going to continue saying this until it <laughs> unfortunately comes true, the worst part is we're not even going to be bad this year. Yeah. We're going to win 90 to 100 games. We're going to win the division by eight games. And we're going to go into the wild card round and get swept again. That's my worst fear. Cardinals' worst fear is not for us to have a losing season or for us to somehow not win the division. Our worst fear is that we'll do all those things, get our hopes built up, and then lose in the wild card run. Yankees, Cardinals, very, very similar teams. Yeah. You lose in the wild card round. We have to focus on not getting swept by the Astros every single year. Yeah. Neither team's going to make changes. I mean, we're going to be sitting here as good teams. That's it. Not world champion. Yep. Yeah, I mean. And this is why the MLB loves our show. I'm going to call it right now. Before we record next week, something will go down with the Yankees and the Cardinals. Maybe a, maybe a trade between the two teams. Okay. Or separately, right, with free agent signings. <clears throat> because, Drew, we've already confirmed Yankees-Cardinals 2023 World Series. I mean, everything is leading up to that. Aaron Judge, Paul Goldschmidt. Michael K announcing the Cardinals playoff games, right? Yankees and Cardinals, the gold glove team winners. Perfect. What else do we need? We need splashes. So John Mazalock, Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman, whoever else I need to speak to right now into this camera, do something for the love of everything good. Put the Cardinals and the Yankees back on the map and give us a Yankees Cardinals World Series that will make baseball go through the roof and actually compete with football. Because right now, the Astros are too boring for everybody. <laughs> There's my pitch right there. There you go. Oh, I'm fired up, Drew. We yes, got to get sir. something done, man. All right. We're running out of time. Last thing I really wanted to talk about. Um, I kind of already spotted on with the Orioles, but what's one team that you would really like to see, not the Cardinals, Yankees, that you really want to see make a splash? You know, really, yeah. really add yeah. to the lineup defensively, whatever. Yeah. So it can be a hot take because mine's going to be a pretty hot take here. So I'll, I'll yeah. let you know. I mean, the Angels. Yeah. <laughs> I really want the Angels to make a splash. Please. please, Like, please. Please. Just do something. Like, same thing I just said about the Yankees and Cardinals. Just, just move a muscle. Just prove you're alive. Because right now you're lying on the ground and we're like, 
giving you the CCs. <laughs> like you're dead in the water. Just do something. Please. Give a, give a top three of Trout, Otani, Swanson. I don't know. Like, just Trout, Otani, Correa. Like, just give them something. Don't waste that talent. Because otherwise, yeah, the, both both of their careers are down the tubes. And if that happens, Drew, I want us to, from the moment, Drew, we need to agree. If the Angels don't do anything before the season starts, once the season starts, we're going to petition. Yeah. Otani and Trout, gone by the deadline. Yeah. Both gone by the deadline. It's never happened before. Probably won't happen, like, won't happen moving forward. But for this one year, I need two blockbuster trades for the trade deadline. I agree. Just so you put them with the contending team. Yeah, because they're they're not even contenders. It's it's uh. Just don't send them to the Astros or the Dodgers. Please no. Outside of that, just give them somebody else. One thing that I think would be interesting is if the Twins kept Correa, they get him back, they go out and get Carlos Rodon, and I'm pretty sure Zach Greinke's a free agent. I don't know what his deal is, but you add him like to that team as well. That's pretty solid starting uh, rotation. <laughs> Plus, you're adding Carlos Correa to their that offense. Not really bad at all. I mean, you have Luis Arise coming off the best like batting average in the MLB. Yeah. Um, maybe make another move somewhere outfield, maybe. But that would be a that would be a solid. Uh, yeah, I like twins. that. Yeah, the Ale Central, the the armpit. We always make fun of. Yes, sir. Drew says, make a splash. Do it. Wow. I mean, you had, you had Carlos Correa there for a year. Just, you know, sweet oh, talking. Oh, he hated it, bro. Like, he hated it. Everybody yeah, else hated did. it. Like, it just didn't work. So, as much as I love where you're going with it, like, it ain't happening. <laughs> like, sweet talking a little happening, bit. Bro. Hey, money talks. Make the splash. Money talks. Minnesota's also really cold. <laughs> yeah. That talks, too. Yeah. <sighs> that Yeah, that'd be tough. You, can de- you definitely tell Carlos Correa is this guy that wants to play in, like, not saying Dodgers, but, like, LA, you're like, oh, yeah, big market, big market for sure. Yes, wants to win 100%. As everyone should, but 100%. Well, let us know in the comments what you guys think about all these trades and free agent signings and splashes. What team do you think should be making the biggest splash to put their team in contention for a World Series? We're only a couple months away, it's December, people. February catchers and pitchers report. A couple weeks later is when everybody else reports of spring training. We're right around the corner from the 2023 opening day of the MLB season. So we're going to continue to roll these things out. We're going to continue to talk about these things. And here's hoping that next Monday, Drew and I will be talking about Carlos Correa on the Yankees and Carlos Rodon on the Cardinals or something like that. So for Cardinals fanatic AJ Caldwell, that is Yankees Rider Die Guy Drew Zagrosi. As always, feel free to like and subscribe, rate and review. And we will see you guys next week. See you guys. Peace out.